Welcome to our open house. Instead of examining hardwood floors, closet space, and kitchen layouts, we're taking you on a tour of what's happening across today's mortgage industry. During each episode, we'll hear from industry leaders and subject matter experts to give us an inside look into a hot topic, cutting edge technology, or new trend that can help accelerate your digital journey. Thank you for joining us. Come on in. All right, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of ICE Mortgage Technology Open House. With me today, I'm very excited to kind of share some of the time today with a good friend of mine, Mark Bailey, one of the SVPs over at Flagstar Bank, an old stomping grounds of mine actually way back in the day. So Mark, thanks for joining us today. I'm excited to talk to you. So how's everything going? My friend, Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Is it? Is it 2021? I heard it a is. rumor. Yeah, let's see how long we can say Happy New Year. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> long to keep, we can keep saying it. Are your, are your Christmas lights still up? I still have a couple in the neighborhood. Nope, I'm I'm fully down. It was only a couple of weeks ago, but I'm fully I'm fully uh, undecorated. People seem to be uh, elongating the Christmas lights in my neighborhood for some reason, but that's okay. It brings cheer. That's all. Cold. <laughs> it's cold it and it's cold. That's right. And it's cold. That's right. I, before we jump into this, I know we're going to spend some time talking about the correspondent <laughs> acquisition process and so on, but I'm always curious to find out, you don't go to college for this. I didn't go to college to go to the mortgage industry. So I'm always curious to see how people get into this industry. So. I don't know if you got a story yeah. to share, but I'd love to hear it. I do. Um, I went to college actually for a, I have an econ degree. So uh, I got out of college. The job market was really horrible back that long time ago. And so I just thought it was just try to get into a company and see where you can advance from within. And so I actually started with Flagstar on the banking side in 1994. So it was literally my first job out of college. And really once you started on the banking side, literally as a teller, opening new accounts and then figured out and those mortgage guys seem to have a lot of fun. Maybe mortgage is where it's at. And, and I eventually worked in collections for mortgage, warehouse, which was a new department for us back in the late 90s, and then eventually got into the um, sales support side. So you are a Flagstar lifer, true and true. I know that's unique for both our industry and just like the moment in time. But yeah, I just celebrated 27 years with Flagstar this year. If I never left, it would be 19 years. And the only reason why I left is because I got sold and then sold again yeah. and then sold again. <laughs> and then finally now with right. us, which is great. So, hey, so the way we kind of looked at this, what we want to kind of discuss today is correspondent acquisition process. We know Flagstar has got retail, wholesale, and obviously correspondent and even into the servicing world as well. The way we've kind of viewed the correspondent purchasing process or the landscape, I guess is probably the best way to put it. We've kind of oversimplified it to kind of three parts, right? It's the ability to collaborate with your customers, your selling community, you know, kind of automate the, the review, the pre-purchase and purchase review of those loans when they come in, specifically around delegated, right? Non-delegate is a, a similar beast to wholesale. So kind of focus on the delegated mm -hmm. channel. And then ultimately, how does that feed into your execution strategy, right? Whether it feeds a, a servicing portfolio or to the secondary, right? That's kind of the three-pronged approach to the correspondent acquisition process. So I'd be curious, right. one of you guys agree with that. I think that'd be question number one for you. Um, you know, I think if you're speaking delegated, that that really it, it, it's what it's about because you're not doing a lot of the heavy lifting. It, it's a secondary market transaction. And so it's how do you make that much more efficient when you start talking about collaboration? It's just communication on essentially trades they're making with you where you're buying loans from them. And then and to your point, I think we're going to talk about a little bit more how you automate it and then about how you execute it. But yeah, I mean, those are kind of the, the big things. And back and forth, there is also risk management. That is a trade-off. There's, you know, obviously you're transferring risk in that channel and, and where the, list, the risk lays is really important. And I think that when we start talking about automation and execution, 
and we can talk about taking risk off the table for all parties. Mm-hmm. So instead of the whole traditional, we're shifting risk from us to you, but if we can automate some things, we can actually take it off the table for both of us, which I think is a good goal too. That's right. That's right. Because I think specifically around the collaboration portion of it though, right? Which is to your point, they're selling whole loans. It's you know typically a fairly large transaction dump in the beginning and stuff like that. But there's an importance to have that collaboration capability back and forth between yourself and obviously your your customers, the sellers that are that are selling you the loans. But right, you know, and the reason why I thought you know you'd be a great person to talk about because Flagstar has kind of done a ton of stuff to quote unquote meet their customers where they need to be met. Right. And I was, you know, what are some of the areas that you guys have kind of focused on to to achieve that? I think there's been you know a couple of different areas you guys put some pretty good investment in. So yeah, great plug. You know, we are where you are. <laughs> That's what I'm so good at. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you're doing business with multiple clients, you want to make sure that they're all going to be set up a little bit different, right? They're, they're going to have different business models. They're going to have different operating models, how they generate revenue. And so we just want to operate. How do they want to operate? And we want to be able to make sure that we can our process can fit their process. You know, I will say that we have a little bit of an advantage in that, you know, you mentioned we operate in all the channels. So we operate in both distributed retail and direct consumer. We operate in wholesale and non-delegated correspondent. I think for us being able to operate in all those channels gives us an understanding of maybe different ways that our clients conduct their business, it helps us maybe understand it from their perspective a little bit better. The first thing we did is a couple of years ago, we rebuilt our correspondent portal. So we've got tpo.flagstar.com now that is really, that is where you go to transact with us and really paid special attention to features like communication and clear collaboration. So when we review a loan, we tell them where it's at in the process. We've got the little pizza tracker, if you will, across the top, but then they can dive in and find out where it's at. But then we're posting conditions in a clear manner that they can digest. We're alerting them. You know, we're doing email alerts. We're we're giving them triggers to kind of go look at it. And then we're giving them an easy way to get us the information. Obviously, they're going to log in. They're going to import a file with us. Or if we did a bid, we're going to register that loan and they're just uploading a blob. Then you start thinking about the the product that we've built. And then we can now look to integrate other areas where it might be beneficial for them. And so we've got PDT, which is our paperless document transfer. So there's a process where wherever they live and conduct their business, you know, whatever their LOS is, there's a way for them to kind of get those documents into our system digitally. Partnered with ICE on the Investor Connect product, formerly Ellie, that we're connected with them so that it's a one push of the button and they can send us all the data and docs on their transaction. Future roadmap there, looking how we can collaborate to where they never even have to leave the ICE system. So I think that's exciting. But knowing what they are looking for from their end helped us really build what we believe is a really great functional collaboration tool that makes doing business with us really easy. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point, but your customer base is, is uh, I'll use the words multi-channel as well, right? You may get they may they may send you a delegated you know pool of loans in one scenario right but it, you know correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that same lender could also send you a non-delegated loan right just based on a certain product type and so on to have you guys do it same same customer different transaction right but it's you know you're providing those ways to alleviate the friction and consolidate their experiences through kind of you know single points of contact for lack of a better way to describe it right yeah I think that's right so I mean you, you know we've got obviously sellers that are just mandatory bulk sellers to us and yep. you know we're getting bulk loans, but then you've also got, you know, that client might want to do a best efforts loan, right? Or they might want to do a non-delegated loan. You know, maybe it's a non-agency loan. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that what we really then understand there is you don't want to make them go through a completely different process to be able to do business with you in that way. It's mm-hmm. like, go to the same site. We, we're going to figure out the transaction that you're talking about as a delegated versus a non-delegated. And then we're going to offer up the tools that you need to do the, the loan with us, right? So if it's a non-delegated loan, when that user logs into that loan, all of a sudden now they see all these other options that we hide from them if they're delegated because they don't need to see them, right? So mm-hmm. it's then again, that collaboration is really customization of our technology based on how they're doing business with us. And even down to the transaction level on this transaction here, you know, you need to see all this stuff. And on this transaction, you need to see this much stuff. And, you, and you're providing them avenues even beyond for those, like to, to your point, you brought up Investor Connect, right? For those Encompass kind of, you're tapping into that Encompass ecosystem and facilitating really a similar type exchange just directly from right. that, that conduit. And then obviously, and then for those that are even outside of the portal, you've got PDT for those those players that want to do it themselves, like on their own piece. So yeah. it's just, yeah. It's a fascinating way to kind of look at it because I think people get into this mindset of I've got to have one channel for one thing, another channel for another thing, right? Because they're physically segregated, right? And uh, I think it's important that investors specifically start to look at what's the bigger picture and and really trying to figure out how to meet their customers where they need to be met because that's ultimately what we got to mm-hmm. do. I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but it'd be great to know like the retention efforts that have to come from that to make that experience that much better. It has to be somewhat stickiness that allows you to drive probably a bit more margin out of it as well, if I had to guess, right? in some ways we can't talk about margins i think yeah. what we can talk about though is tie goes to the runner so if we yeah. can run faster and we and we can buy your loan faster the correspondent still picks up benefit if it's not on their warehouse line for as long i always look at it as if we can build a better process we're going to win business that way too i mean when you're managing huge warehouse lines and and you you know you got hedges on it's material impact of certainty of who your counterparty is and who you're you're selling to So building all that into our ecosystem, right? And so one of the things we're doing in that area too is uh, working with you guys on AIQ, making our process behind the scenes more efficient. Really those efficiencies, while they're great for us and our bottom line, they're also going to be good for the correspondent in their bottom line. That's right. That's right. I mean, everyone benefits. Kind of like that that mantra of all ships rise, right? Our old CEO used yep. to say that all the time, right? But right. Yep. If we can if we can be better, our customers benefit and vice versa, right? So it's right. It's, but you have to make the investment. You, you've you've got to make that. You got to make that first step, and you got you got to make the investment, and you got to look at it from a, a much bigger picture than kind of single transaction type stuff. No, I I I think it's all it's all kind of exciting. I know we've got just a couple minutes here, Mark, but I was hoping maybe one other thing. Like I know Flagstar has been doing a lot of stuff, not only just related to basically talking about correspondent, but there's a lot lot of things that Flagstar is doing to help kind of support the industry. And I was maybe touch on that for a minute too. So I think people might be interested in what you guys are up to. Listen, Flagstar is not out here spending $20 billion a year or whatever it is in technology, right? I mean, we're still a mid-sized bank and we're in all the mortgage channels, but uh, we're not the biggest in any one. So we have to be smart about the technology that we do. One of the ways we try to take advantage of that is just to, you know, cultivate new technology. We've probably said it on other podcasts. If you go back to the days of where AIQ came out, out of before the acquisition and everything. I mean, it was dot velocity back in the day. It's how do we really cultivate and, and grow technology organically? So one of the things we're doing is we have a mortgage tech accelerator. It's a consortium where we, you know, we, we've got some cohorts where we're trying to help startup companies that really have a slant towards financial services and mortgage in particular to really help them grow. And again, it can benefit multiple parties. 
So, you know, that's just one of the ways we're trying to kind of maximize what our investments are in that space and maybe take a little bit different approach about it rather than just throwing dollars at it is to kind of see like, what are these fresh new young ideas in the market? And are there things that we can incorporate into our processes and, and learn from kind of where they're trying to go to benefit all parties? Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I think, I mean, and again, kind of reminiscing a little bit here, but from the days, the days of long, <laughs> that's always yeah. been kind of Flagstar's thing to your point, you know, they've helped cultivate technology. That's actually how we, how the Doc Velocity grew into this AIQ thing that ICE ended up right. acquiring through the yeah. LMA acquisition. So it definitely, it definitely leads to, again, kind of that mantra of all ships rise, right? Now we're all customers. Now we're all benefiting. We're trying to optimize as much as we can out of the process as well. So, but as far For as, sure. okay. So, so one, one more thing, Mark, I got one more thing, then, then we'll close. Crystal yeah. ball 2021. What happens in this industry in 2021? Yeah. You didn't even say that in like our pre-discussion. I know, I know. What's going to happen? I know. I, you I know, know I, I gotta I, have some ideas. Uh, <laughs> you know, for Flagstar, I think that we're really optimistic about 2021 and the fact that we're in an environment where we can, again, we operate in all the mortgage channels. You know, from a servicing perspective, we service loans, but we're a large subservicer too. So we're, we're boarding subservicing loans to our servicing platform. We've won awards from Fannie Mae for a star servicer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at our banking side and in particular our warehouse. Uh, that really has great synergies with our mortgage business. And so like, I think we, the way we've got our things structured for us, it's just about going out and executing it and making sure that we're leveraging and maximizing all those partnerships that we have. People can say rates are going to be up or rates are going to be down during the year. You know, we don't care what kind of environment it is, as, as long as we can maximize kind of everything that we have to offer our clients. And we think we can do that in any environment. But hey, 2021 is off to a strong start in the fact that, I mean, rates are low. You know, stimulus might be coming to boost the economy a little bit. I, I think that lenders are going to have plenty of refis for a while. <laughs> um, yep. And then, you know, you still have a pretty robust purchase market. You know, we actually saw the spring market last year. It took a while for it to get going. But then that spring summer market that typically ends, you know, uh, end of Q3, it it just kind of kept going. I mean, we saw robust purchase activity in Q4. So I think it's going to be a great year for the mortgage business. And and we're just really excited with some of the things that, you know, we're going to be trying to offer people. I mean, one of the things that's on our 2021 roadmap is e-close. And I know we're already talking to to, uh, the folks over ICE about that. So ramping up the pilot that we launched last year and and really getting that out to market to, again, benefit customers and their customers too. Yeah, I think my personal opinion, I think there's going to be a lot of investment in not only just e-close, but I think just technology in general for across the lenders. They're trying to find ways to, to scale and optimize, you know, the, the, the staff that they have. So I think we're, uh, we're pretty much on time here, Mark. I really appreciate it, man. That was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. It was, it was really good. Hey, I always love talking to you. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously when the weather gets good, you know, we're going to have to, uh, swing the sticks. We can swing the sticks. We can swing go do the that. Sticks, but looking forward to it. <laughs> That's right. Same here. Eric, thank you. And everybody over at ICE. Appreciate it. Mark, I, I appreciate it. And for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys taking the time. And if you have any questions, please, you know, go to icemortgagetechnology.com. Visit mark at flagstar.com. And we hope to catch you on another episode. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya.